Praise the Lord. Welcome to God's Place Party for Jesus Ministry. Again, it's such an honor and a privilege to be here tonight. My beautiful wife, Shannon, and just to share the good news of the gospel. Amen. And so uh, uh, I want to thank God for what he's done in my life. And, and you know, I gave my life to the Lord almost 15 years ago. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no joy or happiness and peace in this world. It's, it's all in Jesus Christ. And, and you know, we're here today to, if you never... Uh, if you've never really truly gave your life to the Lord, that hopefully today will be your day. Today is the sal today is the day of salvation. No man's promised tomorrow. Amen. I'm going to introduce my wife. This is Shannon, and let her uh, just just kind of give you a, an idea of what God has done in her life. Yes, and the Lord is is good. You know, with the the good news and the gospel of God. You know, it's there's nothing bad that the good news can't overcome. Amen. Amen. You know, myself, it's been I guess about seven and a half years now. You know, I, I've been in the Lord and I've had peace and and joy and happiness and life and long um, patience and long suffering. All these things that God has put inside of me. But you know, before it was unforgiveness, bitterness, hatred. Um, just, you know, just being calloused is the word, a wretched person, you know, just, and, and you know, so much torment and, and fear that, that I was going through from things that I had suffered, uh, you know, as growing up and all them things I didn't understand why I had to go through like we all do, you know, poor, pitiful me, and, and that's the way that I felt, but really, you're really hurting on the inside, you know, you're having heartaches and, and burdens and all these things, and I just thank God today for the grace of God, you know, the Bible tells us in, um, Romans 15, 13, he says, Now, you know, the God of all hope, you know, that can give us peace and joy and that we may have hope by the power of the Holy Ghost that abounds with us, you know. And I thank God for His Spirit because that's the only thing that can give you life. And the Bible tells us in John 10, 10, he says, The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus comes to give us life and life more abundantly. Jesus overcome it when, when what he did on the cross, that, that defeated everything. He overcome any oppression or hardships in our life, you know, because that, that's opportunity for us. The Bible tells us that, you know, that the grace of God and the salvation has appeared into all men, you know, and, and that's what he's, he's gave us all opportunity to call in the name of the Lord and be saved. Even the word, you know, the word of God, it's being preached to every different you know, nationality in every different country and every diff different language, you know, so people have an opportunity, you know, to, to hear the gospel and to be saved. And today I'm just going to talk a little bit about, um, it's, it's trusting God through our trials and tribulation. And um, the Bible, I'm going to start reading First Peter 4.12. You know, he tells us, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. And then he tells us that, you know, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. So he's telling us right there, you know, it, it's, it's common among all men. Temptation is going to be common. You know, and don't think it strange that, you know, why is this happening to me? And that's, like I said, that's the way that I used to feel. Like, you know, even when you do, you feel like you've done good and then you still reap bad. You know, it's because you don't have the Savior. You know, you, you've got to be born again and you've got to be saved. And um, that's something we're you know, we're all destroyed from lack of knowledge until we come to the knowledge of God and, and we're being born again in God. 
And, um, but, you know, through all of our suffering and trials and tribulations, you know, there's God, he, we, we've got to rejoice. He tells us to rejoice. The Bible tells us in uh, 1 Peter 4.13, he says, But rejoice in as, as much as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. <coughs> See, praise God through your suffering, because, you know, Christ suffered and he died to leave us an example that we're supposed to follow him. A man will no sin or call in his mouth. But see, the beginning of that scripture, Christ suffered. And we're being partakers of Christ, just as he t says right here in 1 Peter 4.13. You know, we got to rejoice because we're going to be glad when the glory is revealed in us and that, you know, God will see us through it. The Bible tells us in James 1.12, to bless is the man that endureth temptation, you know, for he shall receive a crown of life to him that promised him. You know, all this temptation that you endure through Christ, you know, there, there's glory that's going to follow. And that's what, his, that's what his word says. You know, the Bible tells us in Romans 8, 18, he says, I reckon for the, the sufferings of this world cannot be compared to the, uh, the glory that shall be revealed in us. You know, and that's for today and the appearing of Jesus Christ. You know, whenever he calls us and, and you know, we're going to be held accountable for everything that we've done in the body and the flesh sure. and in the spirit, you know, and, and when we endure these temptations, we're letting Christ, the power of God, rest upon us and that's what he tells us also and he tells us and uh, I'm just going to be reading a few scriptures in Joshua 1 9 have I not commanded thee to be strong and to be of good courage be not afraid neither be dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou goest Bible says he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us and you know the Bible tells us in Psalms uh, you know 23 that as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death well, fear not because he is with us. His rod and, and staff, they comfort us. You know, he's talking about his word and his Holy Spirit will comfort us through it. And that's what we're supposed to do. He says, you know, be not dismayed for I'm the Lord that God, I will be with you for it wherever thou goest. So no matter whatever trial, whatever tribulation that you go through, God's got purpose through it. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, we all have purpose now. And the Bible tells us in Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope. Patient in tribulation, continue instant in prayer. See, that's, that's what we've got to hold on to is our hope and trust in God. It's the only hope that we have is to trust God. You know, that Jesus is our only hope. And whenever we're rejoicing and, you know, we, we know that God's going to see us through it. You know, just like at, um, the three Hebrew children, you know, they went through fire, but they were not burned, you know. But they knew and they trusted God, you know, that, that once they stepped into that furnace fire, that God was going to see them through it. And sometimes we've got to go through that furnace of fire and to be refined and to know that God is with us. We've got to be like the Mad Meshach, I can't even say it. <laughs> Shadrach, uh, um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Benigo, and uh, the, Hebrew, the three Hebrew children. We've got to be like them and have that faith and trust in God that even though I'm going to go through this fire, God's going to be with me. And, you know, he tells us that, you know, he will regard the prayer of, he will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. We just got to pray. That's the best thing that we can do through trials and tribulation, and that's trust in God. Trust the in Bible God. says to pray without ceasing, you know, and whatsoever we ask, we shall receive of him. And uh, because we believe in prayer, and that's what we got to continue to do is pray. The Bible tells us the Lord in Proverbs 15, 29, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. That's a whole nother message right there. <laughs> John 9, 31, God not hear a prayer of a sinner, but those who does his will and worship him, he heareth.
You know, he does chastise his sons and daughters. You know, sometimes it's for disobedience. And, and sometimes it's maybe because, you, you know, you're, you've not been saved. And that the Bible says that John three thirty six, He that believeth on the Son will have everlasting life. But he that believeth not on the Son, the wrath of God abideth on him. So it, it could be either you're being chastened for disobedience in the Lord. And he's trying to tell you like Jonah was, you know, that, you know, to go and to go do something as, as a call that God's trying to send you to and you're disobeying him, or you could just, you know, you, you could be a non-believer and God's trying to get your attention. Amen. And But, you know, the, the Bible tells us that we got to remember that God not hear prayer of a sinner. We just need to make sure our prayer life, that we've confessed our sins and, and God has forgiven us for those sins. Once we've confessed them, well, we've got to believe God's word that we are forgiven. And then um, I wrote down a few other scriptures. You know, Jude one twenty. It's one of my favorite scriptures. He's talking about us, you know, this is how we build ourselves, is praying in the Holy Ghost. It's the most holy faith there is. And again, that's prayer, and that's the best thing that we can do through sufferings, through trials and tribulation, is to pray more. You know, you always say push, pray until something happens, and that's what you gotta do, push, and you know, you, you will prevail. And then Hebrews 2.10, 2, it says, for whom are all things, or all things, bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. We're made perfect through sufferings. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 3, 17, if the will of God be so, better is he that suffered for well-doing than evil-doing, you know. So praise God that you're suffering for Christ's sake, you know. But count it all joy because God, he, he, He's promised them, you know, a crown of righteousness. And then He tells us that, in 2 Corinthians 1, 5, he says, for, all's, for all as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. Even though we're suffering, Christ is, we got the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord because He can comfort us. The Holy Spirit is sent to comfort us. And He also tells us in 2 Corinthians 1, 4, it's to comfort others as well. That same comforting that God comforts you with, it's, it's, it's a testimony to help comfort somebody else through that same trial or tribulation. You know, it's, it's helped to build character. And then, you know, the Bible tells us in um, John 16, 33, He said, I've spoken these things to you. In this world you will have tribulation. He says, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. You can overcome any suffering and trial through Jesus Christ. The Bible says that, you know, we are more than a conqueror through him that loves us in Romans 8, 37. He tells us in 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. No worldly suffering can, you know, can overtake what God, God can reveal, you know, and, and that's through suffering, there's grief, you know, through grief and suffering. His, his power will follow. And then I just want to mention one thing. It's, um, it, I think about King David. You know, and that's how a lot of us feel whenever we're, we're seeking the Lord and we're trying to walk and grow in the Lord and be discipled by the Lord. And that we just keep coming and having to face all these different things. I think of King David. He had to kill that bear. <laughs> he had, then he had to kill the lion and then he had to face the giant. Amen. But, you know, God, God let him overcome all of them because he trusted God. And he knew that God was with him and he was courageous and, and a warrior. And God had chosen him and anointed him so he could overcome his task. And, you know, the giant, 
he even slain the giant. And I know a lot of you know the stories, but it's just so powerful. He cut his head, the Goliath's head off. That was kind of a symbol of authority. You know, there's so much authority in Jesus' name and with God. And the Bible tells us if God be for us, then who could be against us? The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 2, 3, those who endure hardness as a good soldier for Christ. You're good being a good soldier for Christ. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 4, 16, he says, any man be a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but glorify God on this behalf. We've got to glorify God through our trials and tribulations and through our sufferings. And one of your scriptures you quote all the time is, it's, um, I desire that you faint not. You, you got something to add to it? Yeah, you know, it just uh, the biggest thing is, is, you know, really just making sure that you're truly born again. Uh, the Bible says in John 3, 3, said, uh, Verily, verily, I say unto you that you must be born again. And so, you know, a lot of people think they're born again. You know, it goes back to the book of Matthew when, in, the, in chapter 7, where, you know, the people came to the Lord and said, Lord, Lord, if I not cast out demons, if I not not many wonderful, work, wonderful works in your name. Uh, and, and the Lord said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I never knew you. And so if you're born again, that means that you are a new creation, that, you know, all things in your life that you used to do, uh, you don't do them no more. And your life now belongs to God. He is your master. He's your, he's your father. And the Bible says, my sheep, they know my voice and they follow me. And so, you know, uh, Luke 6, 46 says, while thou callest me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say. And so it's, you know, we have to be con completely uh, obedient to the Lord. Uh, you know, she was talking about Christ suffering and dying. The Bible said, even though he was a son, uh, praise God, he learned obedience through his sufferings. Amen. And uh, that he, you know, he was obedient to the cross. And so even though that the death of the cross and, you know, it's, being a Christian, it's, it's not, it, you know, being a follower of God, it's not always easy. You know, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And, of course, you can see everybody's not doing it. Uh, there's, the Bible says, straight as a gate and narrows the way, the broad way will lead to destruction, and many will go thereat. But straight as a gate and narrows the way, it leads to life, and very few people will find it. And the only ones that's going to find it is the ones that's truly born again, the ones that's following the Lord, that takes up their cross, deny themselves, and follow Him daily, the ones that grabs a hold of God's hand and do not let go. Amen. We have to be led by the Spirit. The Bible says the flesh is one against the Spirit, and the Spirit is one against the flesh, and are contrary to one another. It's always a battle. I've been serving the Lord for almost 15 years now, and my flesh, even today, in my mind, my flesh is warring against my spirit. And so, but the, 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 the way to overcome this, the Bible says we are more than a conqueror through Him that loves us. The way that we conquer it is through the love of Christ, through our, uh, our love of Christ. The Bible says the love uh, the love will cover a multitude of sin. Amen. If you truly know God for who He is and you truly have a, a great relationship, a fellowship, uh, you know that you serve Him as your God, uh, you can't help but to love Him. And if you love Him, then you'll love Him. Uh, praise the number one in grace commandment is to love Him your whole heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And you know what? Once, and all you've got to do is get to know Him. To love him like that, truly get to know him. Will you put no other God before him? Anything that you put before God, it will become your God. It's uh, praise God. It's an idol. It's uh, it's like a spiritual adultery. Amen. Uh, because you know we're supposed to be married to God. Amen. And and that's uh, uh, He's our master. He's our savior. And everything He said, while thou callest me Lord, Lord, and not do the things I say. And so literally, our life don't belong to us no more. The Bible said, you're bought with a price. He said, glorify me in your body and your spirit. 
And you know, a lot of people, even though they receive Christ as their personal Savior, they're not glorify Him in their spirit. You know, it, it kills me to see somebody walking around. Uh, you could tell when you're walking the Lord and you've got the Spirit of God in you, your spirit will bear witness for their spirit. And, and the Lord has given me a gift to know what people's not reading their Bibles. When they, you don't see that light, amen, then you know they're not putting God in them and, and they're not obedient to God. Uh, you know, the, the, it's not a suggestion, it's a commandment that we truly love Him with our whole heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength. If we love our son or daughter or mother, father, more than God, you're not worthy of Him. Amen. I had a guy stand up in church that says, you know, the devil makes me think I'm unworthy to serve the Lord. Well, it might not be the devil. It might be the, the, the way that you're living, the way that you're sinning against God. The Bible says, if you love your son or daughter or mother, father, more than me, you're not worthy of me. Well, that's what God says. So if you're not putting God first in your life, then you're not worthy of Him. Amen. And, you know, He, God gave it all for us. You know, God gave His only begotten Son. Amen. For each one of us. Amen. I believe if it's nobody but you or, or me. Amen. Uh, he would have did it just for us. Amen. And so He did that so His Spirit can live and manifest and dwell in us that we can be new creations, that we can walk in the light. He is a light. And we need to let that light manifest. In order for that light to manifest, we have to seek Him every day with our whole heart. You know, it's got to become a way of life. Now you belong to God. He's your Lord. He's your Savior. He's your Master. You have to be obedient to Him. In order to be obedient to Him, you have to get in, give your life to Him and, and have a fellowship, relationship with Him. Y'all need to communicate and know that you know what He's saying. Be able to hear His voice. My sheep, they know my voice and they follow me. And He says, and I know them. That's real powerful because remember in Matthew 7, he says, I never knew you. And the reason he says he never knew them, because even though people come up and ask God to save them, listen, God will do it, but you have to do your part too. You have to allow him to save you. Amen. You know, God is, just because you ask God to save you don't mean you could go out and sin and you're saved from that sin. He come to give you power over that sin. He come to save you from that sin, to keep you from sinning. He said in Romans 6, 1, now grace be abound, shall we continue in sin? God forbid, amen? That's the reason Jesus died. That's the reason He was crucified. That's the reason He was resurrected, that we can receive that Spirit that gives us power over that sin. 1 John 3, 8 said, sin is of the devil. The purpose that the Son of God was manifested, He might destroy the world of the devil. You know what? Praise the Lord. You might say, well, my preacher don't preach it like that. Well, praise God. The Bible speaks about that. He said, in the last days, there'll be many false prophets and many false teachers. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, and the way of the truth will be evil spoken of. I met a guy one day. He was out here drinking alcohol, selling crack. And I, uh, the Lord had me witness to him. I followed him into a, uh, up into a bar up on the sidewalk of a tavern. And I started witness. He said, oh, my preacher don't preach it like that. This guy's out here selling crack, drinking the whiskey, and thinking that he's saved. You see what kind of shape our body, the body of Christ is in today? Well, listen, it's time that you should know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The Bible says in the book of John, chapter 5, verse 39, he said, you think you have eternal life? Search the Scriptures, amen. Go to 1 Corinthians uh, 6, 9, where it says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, for a liar, a drunk, a thief, a whoremonger, covetous man, abusers of mankind, a homosexual spirit, will not go to heaven. Amen. Go to 1 Peter 1, 16, where he says, Be holy, because I am holy. Go to Matthew 5, 48. He says, Hey, be perfect, which your Father in heaven is perfect. Genesis 17, 1. I am the Lord Almighty. Walk before me and be perfect. 
Listen, let me tell you something. It ain't no joke. There's a reason why the Bible says that very few people is going to make it. Because very few people want to follow God. They want to do it God's way. Everybody's trying to have a Burger King religion. They want to do it their way. And they even want to go through the drive-thru to get it. They're lazy. They don't want to read their Bibles. They don't want to seek God. They want everything just laid out for them. But listen, that's not the way it works. In order to serve God and let Him be your Lord and your Savior and your Master, you've got to put your whole heart into it. You've got to truly show Him. He said, many honor me with the lips, but their heart is far from me. It's time for preachers to start preaching. Amen. We're not massage therapists. We're preachers. Amen. We're supposed to step on people's feet. Yeah, we're supposed to offend people in the Spirit. It brings forth conviction. Praise God. Conviction is a gift from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, without conviction, nobody gets saved. Listen, I tell you, we, it, it's, it's amazing to me how churches has, don't have altar calls no more. Churches don't preach on repentance. Per, churches don't preach on hell. Well, how did Jesus preach? Amen. Jesus loved you enough to tell you the truth. He still tells you the truth. He tells you the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. He tells you in Revelation chapter 3, verse 16, because you were not cold nor hot, you were lukewarm. I will spew you out of my mouth. Amen. So listen, he says in Matthew 10, 22, those who endure to the end shall be saved. Amen. You got to fight. You got to fight till you take your last breath. Paul said, I fought the fight of good faith. Amen. It, listen, it's not easy. It's a fight. It's a spiritual fight. Amen. You're fighting with the devil. He's always on your shoulder telling you it's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. When he told Adam and Eve, you should surely not die. Amen. Uh, God told them, if you eat the fruit of this tree, you will die. Well, guess what? They didn't drop dead. It wasn't a physical death. It was a spiritual death. They had lost their relationship with God. And once you do that, the Bible said the body without the spirit is dead. It's hard to get that back. You cheat on your husband or wife. It's not easy to have that relationship that you have. You have broken something there. And when you sin against God, you have broken your relationship with God. You have to show Him. You have to repent. Turn to Him and turn, turn to God. Turn away from your sin and truly give Him your heart again. Amen. And show Him that you are truly sorry. For these people that, that, you know, I hear it all the time. I repent every night at 930. Well, praise God. I hope we don't show up at 9 o'clock. You've done missed the boat. Amen. You've got truly repentance means you repent. You are truly sorry. You don't go back to that sin. For you people that commit the same sin every day of your life and think it's okay because you lay your head down and ask God to forgive you, you're not sorry. If you were sorry, you, you wouldn't keep doing it. Amen. We've got to show God that we're sorry. He said, if my people, which are called by my, my name, would humble themselves and seek my face and pray, turn from your wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and forgive your sins and heal your lands. That's why Corona's here today. Praise God. I thank God I felt one uh, wiser than Bud and stronger than Crone. His name's Jesus Christ. Amen. There's nothing he can't do. But that's the reason because people's been disobedient. People's not following God. People's not hearkening to God's voice. Just like the Bible says in Luke 13, 24. He said, strive to enter in. Many will seek and will not be able because of the sins in their life. You can't serve two masters. You'll love one and hate the other. God don't want 50% of your life. He don't want 75%. Of he don't want 90% of your life. He wants your whole life like he gave his whole son, Jesus Christ, so we can have life. Amen. Listen, God is a good God. And I'm just telling you what the Spirit gives me today. You know, it, we live in the last days. It's time to get our life, get our house in order, and really get our lives uh, uh, lined up with the Word of God. Don't put your faith in me, a preacher, or somebody else. The Bible said it's better to put your faith in the Lord than to trust in the men. The Bible said, 1 Corinthians 2, 5, he said, 
He said, put your faith in not the, 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 the uh, wisdom of man, but the power of God. If you hear anything that the Lord says through me today, it's seek the Lord. Get to know Him. Give Him your whole heart. Everybody says, I know Jesus. I love Jesus. Well, the Bible says in 1 John 2, 4, if you say you know me and not obey my commandments, you're a liar and the truth's not in you. 1 John 1, 6, he says, if you say you have fellowship with me and you walk in darkness, you're a liar. You know, I, could, I can relate to that. For many years, I respected God. I knew there was a God. He had saved me from death situations over and over again. He did miracles in my life that nobody could do but God. But I really didn't know him. I knew about him, and I knew he was real. But, you know, I never got to know him until, praise the Lord, just like she said, chastisement. Amen. I've got a plastic vial in my heart. I fell off three stories on concrete. Twice my mother's buying me a casket. Once my obituary's written up. Praise the Lord. Finally, I said, hey, the Lord has truly beaten the devil out of me. Amen. I surrender. I give up. Lord, I can't do this without you. I understand that if I don't, if I keep rebelling, I keep rejecting you, I'm going to die. The wages of sin is death. Amen. So I said, Lord, if I've never been saved, then save me today. I'm a, I don't know anything. The Bible said, if you not come to me as a child, you shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Lord, I don't know how to read. I don't know how to pray. There's not one song in the whole world I can memorize all the words. But all I know is I need you. I need you to lead me. I need you to guide me. I don't have nothing to offer you. I'm in jail. I'm homeless. I'm a drug addict. I'm a junkie. I'm a crackhead. All I have to offer you is my heart, but I will give you my whole heart today if you will accept me for who I am right now. And you know what he said? Just as you are. Amen. No matter what you've done yesterday, no matter what you've done before, no matter what you've done in your past, God will accept you just as you are. All I had to do was get down on my face and confess my sins and believe in my heart that Jesus Christ died and he was resurrected for me. Amen. And you know what? I started getting a relationship with God. I couldn't even read, but I was sitting with that Bible in front of me for hours at a time in the Knox County Jail. And you know what? I couldn't read it, but God would start speaking to me. He, the Holy Spirit would start revealing things to me later on. I, I read what he had done spoke to me. Listen, there's nothing like walking in the presence of God. There's nothing like knowing if God be for you, then who could be against you? I've seen many miracles. I've seen miracles in my life every day. I see his, his blessings. I see the fruit. I see, I see people's lives change. Praise the Lord. Lord has blessed us with many. Uh, we, we've always got six or eight, praise the Lord, five, six, seven, eight kids at our house all the time. We're watching young people get saved. We're watching people come out of jails. Uh, we got one man right now that he's been in prison for almost 30 years, and he's been coming faithful. He's about to give a big testimony. He's given his life to the Lord, and you're talking about a changed man. Lord, he's bringing half a Lonsdale to church right now. Praise the Lord. It's amazing what God will do if you will surrender. Without God, you have no happiness. You have no peace. You, you're just existing. You have no purpose. Amen. Your head's down, your butt's dragging, wondering what you're going to do next. Well, listen, what you need to do next is surrender and give your life to God. He said, if you will confess your sins, amen. He said, the Lord is faithful and just, forgive you and forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You know what? You can become a perfect person right now. Amen. People say, ain't no way anybody become perfect. Well, just ask God to forgive you for your sins, and you're, all your sins is gone. They're washed away from the, uh, as far as the east is from the west. Please surrender and give your life to the Lord. We're looking for God is raising up an army right now. God's place is looking for soldiers. That don't matter what you've been. If you've been a hell's angel, a prostitute, whatever, God loves you. He's looking for you. People like you make better Christians. Come to God's place. You're welcome. The number's on the screen. Call us. Let us pray for you. You pray for us. Let's pray for one another. Let's get this thing right. Set the example on what men and God supposed to, women God's supposed to be. God bless you. See you next time.
Remember, the Bible says in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 3, that you must be born again. And being born again means that you ask God to come in your heart and save you from your sins. The Bible said if you confess your sins, He is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And now it, it means your life don't belong to you no more. It belongs to Him. And you, the Bible says trust God with your whole heart, not to lean on your own understanding. Knowledge Him in all ways, and He shall lead and guide your paths. Now it's time to get a relationship with God by reading and praying, seeking God with your whole heart each and every day of your life. The Bible says the number one and greatest commandment is to love God with your whole heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. If we could help you, the number's on the screen. Feel free to call us. Have a good day. We want to thank you for uh, watching the show. We, and we, we pray that it blessed you. And, you know, if we'd love to, if you want to uh, contact us at 865-684-8393. We have a website, www.godsplacechurch.com. And also we have live uh, Facebook on there. But if you need prayer or anything, is, is there anything we can do for you, please give us a call. And uh, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in.